Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to today, but real quick, if you haven't done it, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by the great people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Just amazing barbecue. Also, it's presented by Burns and McCoy. I'll tell you a little bit more about Burns and McCoy here in a second, but I want to give you a, a preview of today's show. I got updates on two stories we did recently. One, the lady with that haunted picture. Remember, we talked about that. And also a guy named Taco who lives in Japan and spent $14,000 on a, le a legit Border Collie costume that he loves to wear around town. Because why not? We'll talk about that. Plus, political season is uh, a good way for you to get votes, obviously, if you're a politician. <laughs> but another way to get votes, folks, let's be serious now, is if you take your top off and brag about your sex life. That's what somebody in Colombia did. We'll get into that. And another legendary musician speaks out against AI and gives you a shocking prediction. And I guess I'll talk about this as well. In Mexico, there's some crazy stuff going down with alien bodies. We're going to get into that. But first, do yourself, your family, your friends a favor. Go ahead and grab some Burns and McCoy today. Burns and McCoy is the best hot sauce around. It's my go-to any meal. I just made a sandwich before the show, and I was like, I got to slap some Burns and McCoy sriracha on there. And do oh, my God, it was so freaking good. Eyes roll in the back of your head good. I'm not joking. So it's the best hot sauce around. Burns and McCoy is all about flavor first. Then, then they focus on the heat. So right now, what you got to do before this expire, I don't know when it's going to expire. Go to burnsandmccoy.com, burnsandmccoy.com. Use promo code DeHuff, and you're going to get 20% off your next order. My personal favorites, mango habanero, salsa verde, especially a Roja, scotch bonnet. And like I just said, I made that sandwich with their sriracha. Oh, so freaking good. Go to BurnsandMcCoy.com, and they got plenty of other flavors out there that you got to try. Burns & McCoy is a woman-majority family-owned business. Their focus is to only give you the highest quality products by using ingredients of the highest quality. Food should be fun. They're going to provide that fun with each unique flavor profile they offer. Go ahead and grab a bottle of Burns & McCoy today. They're available at all grocery stores in the front range. But if you want to get that 20% off, you got to go to burnsandmccoy.com. Use that promo code to huff. And again, you're going to get 20% off your next order. All right, guys, you know what we need to do. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. It's time to jump into some headlines. Let's go. Let's go. And now here are the headlines. <laughs> Well, to give you an update on one of our more recent stories, I believe this was like a week or two ago, I talked about that lady that bought this allegedly cursed painting. She got it at a thrift store or some something like that. Anyway, she said that like all this weird stuff was happening around her house and she saw like dark figures as she was walking around. And instead of selling it or burning it to a crisp, She's like, I'm just going to, she made a big deal about this, by the way, in, in the story we talked, when we talked about it. Oh, I'm not, I'm just going to leave it in my garage next to some sage. And then that way nobody gets harmed on, uh, harmed from it. And if I burn it, 
I'm afraid that that would just release that into the world. So she's like making this big to do, right? And you're like, I guess, what a fucking idiot. Why would you keep that in your house? Well, that didn't last very long because <laughs> she sold it at an auction. She originally bought it for 25 bucks and then she sold it for $2,000. Ha! Huh, that's weird. Oh, I'm not going to sell it. I don't want to pass this on to somebody else. Baloney. I guess $2,000 will change your mind. <laughs> Son of a... It's so stupid. I'm not going to sell it because I'm a good person. Blah, blah, blah. No, she did the right thing and got it out of her house. Don't. Th that's why you got to be careful what you say out there. People remember everything. I remember this. I remember. Okay? She's like the, the semi-villain in like a horror movie or like a Ghostbusters movie, right? She has this thing that she knows has a dark spirit attached to it, or at least she thinks it does. And then she's like, eventually she's like, you know what? It's just getting dusty, and we just have to keep walking around the box it's in. Let's just get rid of it. So she got rid of it. And now the world is in jeopardy. Thanks. Thanks, lady. What do you think about that? I mean, I would have done the same thing. I Actually, the fact that she got $2,000 from it is because people like me were talking about it and people are doing articles about her in in this alleged haunted story. So she gets it for 25 bucks and sells it for 2000. It's a good profit. Good profit. I I should start saying random shit in my house is haunted and just be like, I don't know what to do. I'm just sitting here doing my podcast and then all of a sudden I see dark figures walking by me and blah blah blah. Anyway, uh, uh, this notepad is, is haunted. <laughs> and then people are like, I'll pay $5,000 for it, sir. Jeez. People will pay anything if they think there's a crazy story behind it. She could have just made that shit up for all we know. Ridiculous. Brilliant. Brilliant. But moronic. Come on. Jeez. So another update. Remember that guy... The human collie is like what a lot of people nickname him. He's that guy. I believe his name is pronounced Taco. I could be wrong. I don't know if you pronounce that. It's the same spelling as like you would say, I, I want five tacos, please. Because that's what I get. <laughs> Actually, I get five bean burritos. Because <laughs> I like to just think up the place. Anyway, uh, moving along. That's how they spell it, Taco. I don't know if in Japanese you pronounce it differently or not. But anyway... This guy came out a few months ago talking about how he spent $14,000 on this super legit border collie costume that he dresses up in and goes around town and walks, walks around and lets people pet him and shit. Super bizarre. But he's not hurting anybody, okay? That's what we always go back to. Is he hurting somebody? No, it's just weird. It's out of the norm. Am I judging him? Yeah, I know I shouldn't, but I am. Here I am, judging the shit out of him. I mean, I wouldn't do that. And if my kid was just like, Dad, uh, can I spend all this money that I've earned over the years on a, a dog costume so I could walk around and let people pet me? I'd be like, no, you may not. No. <laughs> I, I know you're 35, 35 years old, son, but I put my foot down. 
Sorry. Sorry. No. <laughs> but you, they're not hurting anybody. Anyway, so the guy was just like, you know, I, I do this, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So the story comes out recently within the past couple of days. This is what he says. I think it would be great if I were able to use my skills and get the opportunity to appear as a dog in a movie. There we go. He's got to he's got to make up the cost for that fourteen thousand dollar costume. And what better way to do it than being in a stupid movie? <laughs> he's gonna get. It. You know he's gonna get it too. But here's the thing. Do you think you're gonna be the star? I really doubt it. Unless it's a an adult film, okay. But most likely you're not gonna you know recover all that money, okay. If you do, it's going to be a lot of sweat and tears. <laughs> oh, I made some bad choices. <laughs> and he's also saying that he he's he's looking for love now, which that's good. Good. If you can find somebody that appreciates you for your weirdness, th- then you're good, right? Whoever is your your significant other, if you have one right now, if they can appreciate and accept you for your whatever your quirks are, then you then you have a good recipe for love and longevity. That's good. If you can find it, that's good. But that being said, if somebody if you're with somebody and they just they're like, no, you you can't be this weird when you're around me, or period, then you guys should break up. Okay, so. Good for him. Hopefully he does find love. And hey, as much as I bag on it, if he can get some money out of this and, you know, become a movie star, go for it, buddy. (laughs) Go for it. Whatever works. Whatever creams your Twinkie, fella. A political candidate is standing for or, or running for public office in Columbia. And she left. Voters just completely shocked the other day. When she went on social media, straight from the bed, not wearing a top. Now, she had her shirt or a, a blanket covering her breasts. And it's in, it's in Spanish, so I, I can't play it because I don't, I don't even officially know what she's saying. But basically, her and her partner are sitting there in bed after a good old-fashioned bang session, and they're... And she's talking about, don't forget to go out and vote. By the way, I am feeling good after my many orgasms. That's what she's doing. She's talking. She's talking to the potential voters, go out and vote. And then she's bragging about her sex life. Like we want to see that. Come on. Come on. <laughs> she's all, she's seriously like all sweaty. Her, her guy friend is just like, ah, <laughs> that was great. My lover. <laughs> Could you imagine if this catches on? And then next thing you know, you pop on social media and there's Joe Biden or Donald Trump topless <laughs> bragging about their many orgasms. We don't want to see that. Let's hope this doesn't catch on. Come on, because it's not going to go the way you think. Sure, she might be attractive and you might be a, a, a you know, you know, in into her or whatever. But do you think very many people are going to be like, damn, Joe Biden, look at those. Yeah, yum, yum. Or Donald Trump. 
The carpet does match the drapes. <laughs> That's so gross. But going back to that lady, I mean, it's very interesting. I don't appreciate that she's bragging about her sex life because so many people out there would be like, are you kidding? I'm in a dry spell, damn it. Damn you. You're not getting my vote. Before, yes. Now, nuh-uh. I'll tell you this much. She has my vote because I would love to bang her. Thanks, Connery. That's a little inappropriate. It, it's political season. What? I'm just saying, do you guys want me to run for office? Because I love this platform. <laughs> you would, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That better not catch on. <laughs> Although, I can, don't you think I need to do some sort of parody of this? If it was, if it was more of a popular... Uh, story across the world, maybe I would, but I just don't think a lot of people would get it. To be like, why is he like bragging about his orgasms and he's by himself <laughs> in the bedroom? Be like, I just had so many orgasms. Don't forget to go vote. <sighs> anyway, <sighs> my significant other is going to be home soon. Boy, I had so many orgasms by myself. <sighs> <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> hey, we got some more crazy stories coming up next. But first, you like it when somebody buys you a beer. You do. Okay. Okay. Keep listening. Sugar Fire in Westminster. Write this down. They're my go-to barbecue place. They're just off 144th and Orchard Parkway. So just east of Huron or just west of I-25, however you want to do it on the south side of 144th. It's St. Louis-style barbecue. They got baby back ribs, beef brisket, pulled pork, turkey, burgers, all the good stuff, and it's prepared to perfection every single day. Now, I love this place so much that I'm going to hang out with you on Monday nights, and we're going to be watching football, drinking some cocktails, grubbing on some of their, their great food, over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. And I believe this weekend is a double header for Monday Night Football. So it's going to be a lot of fun hanging around the bar that they have there, drinking some of their new fall menu drinks. Oh my God. I'll, I'm going to tell you a recipe for one of those here in a second. But they're, as far as the food goes that you can get that's special for my listeners, the interception that's fried tortilla chips topped with pulled pork, chili, cheese sauce, tomatoes, green onions, sour cream, the hot route. My son got this the other night, and he just loved it so much. Smoked fried chicken wings with your choice of St. Louis sweet barbecue, house buffalo, or Thai sweet chili. I want to say he got the, the St. Louis sweet barbecue on that one, uh, and he just couldn't get enough of it. Also, they got pig skins, which is potato skins with house bacon, cheddar cheese, green onion, and sour cream. In the pocket, smoked fried artichokes with lemon aioli or the fried pickles with ranch. I tried the fried pickles with ranch the other night. Oh my God, it's delicious. The best fried pickles I've ever had. And trust me, when I go to a new city, I always say, give me your best fried pickles, sir. And then boom, I can tell you with so much confidence, those are the best I've ever had. So freaking good. Now, going back to their cocktail menu, the, the one of the ones I want to highlight is the they have these like music themes for their their fall menu cocktails. It's <laughs> just funny. The Scarborough Scarborough I can't say it. Scarborough Fair. Whatever. That one song. 
Uh, this is how they wrote it. This enticing cocktail is gin-based with elderflower liqueur, house-made sage and thyme syrup, fresh lime juice topped with cranberry juice and tonic water. Super refreshing and light as we, tra- as we transition from those hot summer days to the beautiful fall weather. Does that not sound good or what? I'm going to have one uh, and then you guys can drink whatever you want next to me. Maybe you'll have the same thing. But we're going to be out there, Sugar Fire in Westminster. They're also going to have discounted beer and cocktails as well. So go on, check them out. Uh, There's going to be prizes courtesy of myself and local breweries, including like pint glasses, shirts, hats, koozies, all that stuff. Um, You got to come down there, Sugar Fire in Westminster, off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron. Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. Okay, so we've talked about artificial intelligence quite a bit, but this is it's just funny that this came up because my son is a huge fan of this guy and his band. Guitar legend and co-founder of the band Queen, Brian May, was talking to Guitar Player, a magazine, and he had kind of a, a just a, a just a bleak prediction in regards to artificial intelligence and the music industry. This is what he says. My major concern with it now is in the artistic area. I think by this time next year, the landscape will be completely different. We won't know which way is up. We won't know what's been created by AI and what's been created by humans. We might look back on 2023 as the last year when humans really dominated the music scene. I really think it could be that serious, and that doesn't fill me with joy. What do you guys think about that? And listen, it's very interesting, and I know some of you might poo-poo that. One, you might go, that's stupid, what's the big deal? Or you might go, come on, it's not going to be able to do that. Bull. Dude, the amount of crap that I can do on my cell phone now for product design, commercials, and you know, just just generating graphics and stuff like that, it's ridiculous. And it's only getting bigger and better. So music, there's people that are artificially um, creating people singing songs without them actually singing songs, like like famous artists and stuff like that. It's bizarre. It's so bizarre. And I could totally see this happening. And that's, that's huge for people that are actual artists. So if you're an actual musician who can play guitar, you're a dying breed. If you're a musician that can play any instrument, you are a dying breed. And it's just making us lazier as a society that we won't put in the work to learn an instrument coming up in the few years. Be like, no, I'll just, you know, I'll just type it into my computer and we'll, we'll figure something out. So it, it, it's, it is troubling. And it is a glimpse of where we're headed. Because when you really think about it and going back to that lazy comment that I said, We are getting worse and worse with that. We are getting way too comfortable and way too 
reliant on the idea of I don't have to put in the hard work to achieve, you know, something. I can just type it into a, a program and it'll do it for me. Pretty, pretty sad when you think about it. And on one hand, it's nice because if you're designing something, you got so much, you have such good software nowadays that you can type something in and it, it, it'll, it'll really understand what you're going for and really make it look cool. Whereas back in the day, you really had to work to get that to, to do what you wanted it to do. And like what he's talking about with music, it's just like there's not going to be any sort of creativity anymore. That's sad. You go back and listen to some of your favorite songs, whoever you like, doesn't matter. You sit there and go, this could be a dust on the shelf type of icon. Be like, yeah, back in the day, people like this used to actually play instruments. They actually used to sing. But now it's just computer based. Still good music. It might, And that's the thing that's going to suck is like, like he's saying is you might not even be able to tell the difference and it might be really good music that they put out, but it's all artificially generated. That's just really weird to wrap your head around. I'm not a musician. I'm not, I can appreciate good music. So this doesn't hit, that doesn't hit me as hard as somebody that has worked their entire life at an instrument and, and to achieve greatness at it, or at least be good at it. Could you imagine? It's just like you're playing this and you're, you, you've worked your butt off for years and years to learn how to play a song. And then some, you know, jerk head in that has a computer software would be like, Oh yeah, I can play that. And then what if we made it sound like this? And then they just type it in their computer and boom, there you go. They don't get the same satisfaction as you who knows how to play it, but guess what? They can do it and be like, oh, that'd be great. Well, let's mix these lyrics with this and boom, boom, boom. And then what if we had them say, what if we had the lyrics actually say this instead and then you're ad-libbing via the artificial intelligence or whatever, whatever. It's kind of going that way. It, it It's bizarre, bizarre. Let me know your thoughts on that. DeHuffPodcast at gmail.com. This is crazy. I woke up this morning and I saw this and I was like, wait. At, when I first saw it, I was just like, this is just some mindless BS conspiracy crap that always is floating around social media. And let, let me just skip past it. Then I saw, started seeing more and more of it. Then I saw started seeing news agencies like CNN and other places talking about it. And I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on? Well, two alleged non-human alien corpses have been presented and shown to Mexican politicians. In regards to the alleged corpses, they were found in the city of Cusco, Peru, and are estimated to be right around 1,000 years old. Journalist and UFO researcher Jamie Moussan, Moussan, something like that, whatever, (laughs) who tested under oath 
that almost a third of the DNA in these non-human ent- things is unknown, and the specimens were not part of our terrestrial evolution. Now, that being said, I posted these on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast. Take a look at what I posted. They look like paper mache. <laughs> they do. Now, that being said, it's because they're wrapped up and, and all that good stuff. They were preserved. And they, they, they're showing x-rays and, I believe, MRIs of what's inside these things. And apparently, it's, I mean, scientists are looking at it. I'm curious what somebody like, say, Neil deGrasse Tyson or somebody like that thinks about it. What do you think about this? I think it's so bizarre. I mean, what do you do with that information if indeed scientists are looking at it and go, guys, this is an actual living thing. And it's two of them. And it and if they're going like this has this has a third of its DNA is not related to anything that we know of. So this is an alien life form of some sort. What the hell does that do to our society? It just flips everything on its side. If indeed enough scientists gather around and go, uh, listen, I want to say that this is BS, but it's it, it's legit. What do we say to that? Because think about if this is true. What is the ripple effect of that being true? We're just going to assume it's true. And I know some of you out there don't believe in science because I already had a, like one guy start trying to quote scripture at me for posting that on my Facebook page. And that's fine. You believe what you want to believe. But if enough people are believing that this is scientifically true and it is indeed true, then what? What are the ripple effects of that? And, and kind of reflecting back onto what that guy was saying to me on, on Facebook, this would cause so much chaos through the religious worlds. And, and, and how do you dispute it? Well, then they're going to go back with, well, the, the science is wrong and blah, blah, blah. Science and his, historians are also going to be questioning everything they've ever learned about ancient civilizations, about how we've evolved from where we were to where we are at now and where we're headed. This has the potential to just cause massive shockwaves through the world, whether it's the religious worlds and or the scientific world. I'm very curious to see what ends up happening with this. They're saying that this is legit. What do we do? Where do we go from here if this is indeed true? I mean, doesn't that kind of make you rethink everything that we we know? Like, I mean, you go back and listen, think about uh, when when we were kids and you're learning in school about ancient Egypt and how everything was uh, 
built and you know they still are debating exactly how things were built and and, and stuff like that well now you can go okay all those people that say were saying that aliens existed and they're the ones that helped it be like maybe they did maybe they did there's a lot of people that think that say what was it like 5000 years ago or whatever it was that the, some massive change happened and it caused us to basically reset were they the individuals that came in and helped us reset society? There's so many conspiracy theories out there that are just going to have life breathed back into them. And it's going to be chaotic. Because now there's some legitimacy to all these crazy thoughts. I, I don't know, man. It, it, it's, it's crazy. It's fascinating. It's exciting. But I'm, I'm concerned about the ripple effect. We don't handle change very well as a society. And if you have these, these things that are being presented to Mexican officials as actual alien bodies, and it somehow turns out that they are legit, 100% legit, I'm I'm concerned about what the ripple effect is to society, religious, science, all these historical events. Do they make more sense now or are they a little bit more confusing now? It's bizarre. Bizarre. The time we're living in right now is so bizarre. I I don't even really know what to think about this. If you're high right now, you got to be just like your brain's about to explode because <laughs> you're like, oh, my God. But think about all these. If you ever watched Ancient Aliens on the History Channel, those dudes are busting at the seams in their pants. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh, God. Oh, God, it's real. <laughs> the dude with the crazy. Excuse me. I just hiccuped. The dude with the crazy hair is just like freaking out, man. I fucking told you, man. <laughs> Drinks are on me. Woo! <laughs> I got the hiccups now. Damn it. But you sit there and you think about all these, these things that they've allegedly found as far as carvings on ancient structures that match up, whether it's at the Mayan temples to the ancient Egypt to places in China. All these things are connected. And then now, if there is a glimmer of truth in this, those all really start to be highlighted and are going to rise to the surface for everybody else to actually have to take notice of. I'm very interested in this. But again, very kind of concerned because, like I said, we don't handle change very well. And, and I hate to say it, but let's be honest. The people that I, I'm more concerned about right now are the re religious fanatics. Not all religions are, are going to look at this in a negative way. But there's going to be a good chunk of you out there that are going to revolt against this. This information is blasphemy type of thing. So it's interesting. If you're a religious person, 
how are you handling this and how would you handle this if it indeed comes out where scientists all over the place are going, yeah, that's legit. That's like an actual living thing. Here's the science to prove it. What do you say to that? Where does that take you? Does that change your perspective on where you're at religiously? Does it not? So I'm fascinated by that. I would like to know. I don't want this to be a negative thing. I just want it to be an honest, let's just vent in a positive way. If you're confused about it, that's okay. That's okay. Because I think ultimately we're all going to be a little confused on this. And just our heads vibrating a little bit with the the shock of what's being presented to us. I don't even know. I really don't know how to process this. And I'm, I am just so intrigued by what's being laid out. I imagine this is going to create more conversation and we may start getting more evidence presented. Mexico does this. What's the next country that's going to go, okay, listen, Mexico took the first giant step. The United States was having conversations with Congress, yes, but nobody actually presented legit freaking evidence like this. So what's, what's the next thing to fall? I'm very curious. Do you have thoughts on that? Let me know. DeHuffPodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on social media at DeHuff Podcast, wild time to be alive, guys. Wild time. All these weird things that we believed in as kids, one giant thing of it is potentially coming true, and that's aliens. What's the next big thing that could possibly be proven true? I would have to say entities. In some sense, ghosts, are. it's got to be the next uh, shoot or drop as far as something wild, right? Come on, we were just talking about that. They used to do, I believe it was Tesla and Edison were trying to really develop ways to communicate to the dead. And I believe the government, the United States government actually took over those patents. And I don't know whatever happened to that. So that's that's just bizarre. They, they did create those ghost boxes or whatever you want to call them, ghost phones and stuff like that, or spirit phone that allegedly will talk to the dead. So I, I imagine like that might be the next category that gets tackled. I mean, if I'm a scientist, I, why not? Now's the time to do it. I believe you could get the funding to do that now. Private funding. Dude. I'll be right there with you. I don't know what I could bring the t- to the table, but I think that would be fascinating to dive into that. Frightening as shit, though. Frightening as shit. Oh, real quick, I got to get into this. I have to get into this. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in from Wheels0218 on Twitter. And it's in regards to the conversation we had the other day about prank calling that my brother and I used to do. I posted a little snippet of a video about it. 
And he wrote, around 1997, my big brother convinced me to call a karate dojo. And he told me I needed to speak, ask to speak with Master Bader. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> if you got a good prank that you did or was pulled on you, let me know. Podcast at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at Podcast. Thanks for uh, chiming in, Wheels0218 on Twitter. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Don't forget, we're going to be out there every Monday night on 144th and Orchard Parkway on the south side of 144th. You're going to see Sugar Fire in Westminster. We're going to be out there from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock having some drinks and watching football. It's going to be a lot of fun. Big thanks to uh, Burns and McCoy. Go to burnsandmccoy.com. Don't forget, I don't know how long this promo code is going to last. Uh, use promo code DeHuff and then use that uh, use that to get 20% off your order. It's DeHuff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.